what's everyone's favourite 90s cartoon? Not SpongeBob. I hear you're not a big fan of SpongeBob, Tommy. Yeah. Is this true? <laughs> can you either uh, confirm or deny this? <laughs> I, I can confirm. I can confirm. I don't. Right, I, I'm going to get shot all over social media. I don't like Game of Thrones, and I don't like, like SpongeBob. <laughs> I'm going to. Um, I'm going to figure ahead this campaign of what, why, why do you hate SpongeBob? I, I don't hate SpongeBob. I just don't like SpongeBob. <laughs> He's a talking starfish friend. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm good. I'll, I'll pass. I, I'm a recess guy. <laughs> Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Too. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional, Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw. And the face of Impact Wrestling, Sammy Callahan. The one and only shot with Thunder Willie Mac. This is Shreddy Breck, a.k.a. Mr. Clangin' and Bangin'. And you're listening to... You are listening to... You are listening to... Broken But Glorious. Broken But Glorious. Broken But Glorious. Hello and welcome to Broken But Glorious on BBGWrestling.com. I'm Chris Lappin and I'm delighted to be joined by your girlfriend's favourite interviewer, Lance Rivera. Hello everyone. <laughs> How you doing this evening, Lance? I'm not too bad, how are you? I'm good, yeah, just again, this must be just when I interview you, I've sneezed and fits beforehand. <laughs> Every single I time, like to... I must be a curse. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to be joined on the line by the violent gentleman, Tommy Jackson. How do you say you've been, Tommy? Good evening. I'm alright, mate, how are you? I'm good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Huge, yeah, huge thanks for joining us this evening. So, how how you been surviving lockdown? So, uh, yeah, not bad. Um, you know, it's uh, been a bit odd, not uh, not training and things, but it's uh, it, positives are being able to spend time with my wife and my family and stuff. So that's uh, that's been a good part of it. Um, but yeah, no, it's all a bit mad, isn't it? Yeah, it's been probably the best part of six weeks for my dog to get used to sort of being here all day. I think he just sleeps all day. Yeah, well, yeah. we're actually getting a dog on the weekend, so I can't wait for that. Looking oh, to that new wait. The family. Yeah, I can't wait. wait. Uh, it's a staffy cross, but yeah, she's a... Oh. Uh, met, her, met her last weekend, and she's a proper little handful, so I've got me hands full with her as well as two boys, so yeah, that's yeah. going to be fun. Oh, cool. <laughs> but, yeah, I've got a black lab, and he's, he's eight, so he's getting a lot of years, so he likes to just sit and sleep when he can't. Yeah, they they are. They have loads of energy when the first young, aren't they? But then that's it. Then they just uh, they soon get lazy and oh, don't do a lot. <laughs> Days I came in and lost my CDs were on the floor and the DVDs were half eat, boxes were half eaten. Oh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> my nose when he's just the TV. Oh, it's horrible. But <laughs> you've been um, binging any series you'd like to recommend? Or, or? Um, series during lockdown. Um. We've watched it. To be fair, we've watched quite a, a few. We watched um, Hollywood. So that was pretty good. Um, I'd probably recommend that. Just trying to think of what else we might. Oh, we watched the latest season of Thirteen Reasons Why as well. That was uh, again as deep as ever. Um, okay, that's quite good. So I don't know yeah. Watch it. If you've I never watched, watched it, the, uh, I still watched the last two series of um, Thirteen Reasons Why. It, fi- it finished the Hannah Baker story, and I kind of just went, "Do we do we need to continue? <laughs> do we need more?" Uh, uh, I would say personally that was probably 
like the the message in it is obviously very very powerful but i think as far as the other two seasons go they're a little bit different and also just as valid and um but yeah i, I would give them both i would give the other two a watch if you're uh okay. you know find some time on your hands oh well i'll definitely give it a go then because it, it was only just one book and they've kind of stretched it out into four seasons with two different stories. I think that's what the way a lot of uh, TV does these days. Didn't yeah, Again, I've never, I'm not, I might get uh, abused for this, but I, I'm not a Game of Thrones <laughs> fan. But I, uh, didn't they do, do a lot of messing about with that before the books were finished and stuff? And, or changed yeah. a lot? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, they, the books weren't finished, so they didn't know how. So this, the series went past where the books was. They got to make it up. <laughs> and the last so, series was just rushed. And yeah, they only did it in six episodes rather than ten. And so. I'm okay with being abused because I'm often known as a massive, massive heel. I've never watched Game of, Game of Thrones. I've, I've not. Yeah, no, no interest in it at all. Uh, not my cup of tea. I wasn't a big fan of The Hobbit either. And that's just one book. And that got stretched out into three films. I don't understand how you can do that, but money it maker. happened. Money making. I'll exactly. the free. Do anything for films. money. The last films are alright. The Battle of the Five Armies. But the other two I don't I just find quite boring. Apart from the Smeag bit. That was a really good scene. I hadn't seen the first one, but uh, I got dragged to the cinema to see the second one with a friend. Yeah. Um I part way through the film turned to my friend and went, How long's left, mate? <laughs> and considering I'd sat there for about an hour, he went, "Oh yeah, about two hours." Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, "Sorry, what?" He went, "Yeah, two hours." And they'd only just got to, uh, I think, they just before they got to the bit with the barrels, mm. and they were only just getting anywhere at all. And I was like, "Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah great." See, I've not I've not watched any of those movies, but I uh, I remember watching yourself, Return, of, Return of the yeah I remember watching Return of, was it Return Return of the King or is that the third one in the Lord yeah. of the Rings? Um, and I remember watching it in the cinema, and then it like the screen going dark and going to stand up to leave, and then the, the, it'd come back on, and that happened about four or five times. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 and I was just like, far Seriously, <laughs> like I get it, you know. There's a ring; it's it's destroyed. Right, can I go home now? And it just, yeah. I think I think I spent about nine hours in the in the cinema on my birthday. I went in when it was dark and come out when it was dark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got all, I've got all all of them on extended editions. So they're, all, they're all like four hours long. All my DVDs of them. <laughs> Mad I just couldn't do it. Couldn't do it, yeah. I, I, the only thing I remember from those movies, I think I remember Legolas going down the stairs on a shield and just shooting arrows, and I thought that was pretty cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> I remember a lot. Cool. What about uh, wrestling-wise? Are you, watching, are, you, are you a wrestling fan? Oh, yeah. Um, generally, again, with obviously being sort of a, a dad to two kids and working from home, I've, I've sort of tried to sandwich in what I could. I've watched the, um, some of the G1 um read online about sort of Raw and SmackDown. I don't really tend to watch that as, as much as I used to because it's shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, NXT, I think, is fantastic. I think the point. Yeah. Um, I just thought I'd get there. Um, <laughs> I think NXT is fantastic. Um, I think everything... Yeah, I haven't watched the full episode of Raw and SmackDown for the 
it's ten just, years, maybe. <laughs> I, just can't, I, can't, I can't sit there for three hours and watch the show every week. It's like they, they, they stretch it out over three hours and it's just, it's unnecessary. I just don't think they, they need as much as they do. I think the matches are very samey, it's very predictable and just, yeah, it's just not my cup of tea anymore. Um, as I say, NXT for me is the premium brand in WWE at the moment. And I think as far as the quality of wrestling on there, the storytelling, um, even down to factions, like you can't even get a good faction on the main roster anymore. They just chuck no. guys together. <laughs> um, but, and a lot of them don't even make sense half the time. So it's just like, who needs a space, right? We'll chuck him in, you know, yeah. just to fill the space. But, um, yeah, I think, uh, there's been some uh, big waves from carrying cross and um really enjoyed what he's done so far on NXT and yes. um obviously Keith Lee as well, he's just an animal, isn't he? I'm so happy he won the title the other week, but I wish he would have done it in front of a crowd. It's it's similar to the McIntyre thing at WrestleMania, wasn't it? I think you feel for him, you know, working that hard to get where you are and then, you know, these unfortunate events happen, but you know, it's part and parcel of it. I believe the rumour is that he's going to be dropping the title to Orton soon anyway and then winning it back at WrestleMania in front of a crowd, hopefully. So, we'll see. Yeah, I've heard that Orton's going to win at SummerSlam. Then Can lose. he not drop it to Ziggler instead? We could go through a conversation of people who deserve that belt. You know, you'd even <laughs> argue that the, the Miz could get thrown into that conversation. I know he's on SmackDown, but again, he's, he's well overdue a, a title run again. Yeah, just I, I just think ago. that Dolph Ziggler should just get given the title. Just, just to make me happy, yeah. and uh, hold on oh, to it till WrestleMania. I just want to just see your face when Otis cashes in on him straight away. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. You, you'll want to watch it with me because you'll you'll see a man go from the most elated <laughs> you've ever seen a man watching wrestling to, oh, well, that was nice. I guess I'll I'll probably cry. Uh, Otis will make me cry. I'll send him an angry tweet of. Why do you like making 21-year-old boys cry? No. <laughs> that sounds so weird. <laughs> I just I think with Otis as well, like, apparently the rumour is he's going to cash in on at the like something silly like the 24-7 title. So, so he told Tucker so that he's going to cash in like, on tag team titles with him, didn't he? Didn't he say? Yeah. I just, well, like, I, I don't. I personally think that you should be able to go for whatever title you want, but because it does, it actually doesn't it actually state though that it's a world championship. It has contract? to be. It has to be one of the two yeah. world titles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was a shock in it'll itself. Funny. It? It'll be funny when he turns around and he's like, "I thought we were going to cash it in together," and he <laughs> does the Darth Vader meme that's going around at the moment where he goes, "I lied." <laughs> <laughs> So I'm guessing um, during lockdown has been a great time to like rest your body up, getting rid of all them niggling injuries, and maybe to evaluate and give them your time to make them little character tweaks that haven't. Yeah, I, th- I think for me, like um, obviously, I, I'm I didn't start wrestling for till I was sort of 29. So um, for me, my body always aches whether I'm wrestling or not. <laughs> Um, so I don't really know the difference I think when I'm not in pain that feels weird Um, Mm. but yeah I I think it's been good to because I think it was quite a we had we'd worked quite a lot of shows in a short space of time 
sort of from when I did my first show to lockdown, we did work quite a few. Um, so it, it's been, as I say, the, the positives from it have been able to rest up and, and spend some time with my family and stuff. But as I say, it's, I have missed it. It's uh, you, you do sort of miss the bumps and you and things like that. Um, when you're not as uh, freely able to do them and stuff, but yeah. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, it, it, it's odd. The f- I, I still remember my first bump and it just being like I'd been shot in the back. Um, oh. <laughs> but you, you sort of you get used to it, um, and I'm sure that Lance will be able to back me up here, especially during a match. You don't really feel it, yeah. You know, you're sort of running on adrenaline and and what you'd think would really really hurt you just sort of bounce up from a lot of the time and um but yeah no it, it, it's uh it has been nice to be fair to be rest up a bit there's been a lot of times where i've done very stupid things that people think <laughs> look really stupid and look really sore and i've gone no no i'm fine i'm absolutely fine and then a couple of days later i'm like i can't move he's <laughs> <laughs> the next day yeah you 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 wake up the next day and you sort of everything's all tensed up and you're sort of like walking around the house like a robot because you can't move your limbs. <laughs> oh. This is Brian Adenson telling you to listen to Broken but Glorious podcast. Right, so if we go back to the beginning. So who was your like favorite wrestler going on? Me, sort of like me. My earliest memories of uh, I remember again. This is way before Lance's time was uh, when Sky One was free. Um, yes. I was probably only about four or five years old when I first got into it. Um, and I remember the likes of uh, Hulk Hogan, uh, Ultimate Warrior, British Bulldog, people like that. But the one I always... Yeah, it, it was. Uh, yes, yeah. yeah. Um, but the, the main guy I always gravitated towards was Jake the Snake initially. Mm. Um, yeah. I think it was just because he had a snake. I think more than anything, I think, you know, when you're sort of that, that age and you see things, you know, and, and he's carrying a massive snake around. It's uh, yeah. <laughs> and it's not until sort of you you know you're in your twenties, thirties, and you're actually starting to do wrestling that you look back and you go, "Wow, he was actually you know his promos." Like I could sit and watch his promos all day. Um, I think yeah, when I really started, so everybody else in the late eighties, everybody else was dead shouting. Like, Let me tell you something, Gene. But he he was like quiet and intense, and it's oh. yeah, just talk. You could you could. You could talk through the camera if that makes sense so you'd, mm-hmm. you'd sort of make you listen um, but I think for me um, when I really started getting into it, it was probably when I was about 9 or 10 because um, when mm-hmm. Sky 1 went off we didn't have Sky at the time um, and then my auntie gave me a, a video because um, she had Sky and she'd recorded Monday Night Raw um, and Monday Night Raw this Monday Night Raw was the if you remember the Triple H and Chris Jericho match when Chris Jericho beat Triple H and then it got reversed later on in the evening. Um, <laughs> that was uh, I, that always sticks in my mind, but Triple H for me from that moment always stuck in my mind. Um, he was just a nasty, just did yeah. anything possibly could to win. Um, and I always gravitated towards the heels. I don't know why. Um, like the Rock and Austin were great, but I just thought Triple H was just something different yeah, to the Rock definitely. and Austin. Um, but yeah, and then I've always, since then, I've always loved Triple H. And you look at where he is now, and it, and it proves, you know, that it 
how good he actually is. Cool. So what app do you prompt you to dawn the tights and get into the ring? It was um, actually my good friend, Brian Adenson. Um Yes. Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, Bastard. Yeah. <laughs> you had to say that, didn't you? <laughs> hey, I I was nice this time and didn't call him a bald bastard. Oh, there it is. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to lie. I've probably, I've probably missed that, to be honest. You know, mid-training, you just a bald bastard. Um, <laughs> so, basically, what how it uh, came about was um, me, my, um, my youngest son, um, I remember when, when Brian had his interview, he mentioned that he was um, a part of a group called Haemophilia Heroes. Um, mm-hmm. And that was actually my, mine and my wife's product at the time, oh, raising money yeah, for Haemophilia yeah. uh, Society. Um, so my youngest son has got the condition. Um, and so, yeah, we did, we put some clothes together and stuff and, and, and asked Brian to, uh, to wear them for a show. Uh, and we got went down to support him and, and sold a few t-shirts and things. Um, and yeah. he just sort of, I just thought, wow, this is a sort of better than he expected almost. Um, so I just, yeah, I thought, why not? I'm, I'm 30 now. I've got, uh, well, 29 at the time and nearly 30, yeah. of, you know, my kids are growing up and, um, you know, I'm married now. And, uh, I was sort of um and an R and over the idea for a while, but my wife was, uh, was a very big influence on me making the decision to go. She really pushed me to to pursue what I wanted to do and, and what had made me uh, made me happy. Um, and I just yeah, I just uh, went down to, to training and and yeah, the, the rest is history, I guess. Yeah, so it was like Triple H, Jake, who like wanted to mold your style around when you started training. Um, I, I don't know. It was just sort of I've always been someone who just wants to get better yeah um never really thought about oh i want to be like this person um i just sort of even if it's being able to link together two or three moves even if it's doing you know submissions whatever it may be i just want to get better um it's from sort of the the first session um, where I almost died. Um, <laughs> I think I remember nearly throwing up uh, within about 20 minutes <laughs> of first starting. Um, Sounds about but, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I remember my introduction was 10 up, 10 down, um, and having to do sort of nearly 100 squats and push-ups when I'd not worked out in like two and a half years was wow. uh, a wake-up call. Um, <laughs> but it was... Uh, yeah, it, I've never really, as I say, I, I've never really wanted to sort of emulate anyone. I've, I obviously pick things up through training and, and, you know, certainly, you know, do certain moves and things like that from other people. But um, I've never really been one to, yeah, hone in on a, on a particular person and say, that's, that's who I want to be. Like, I just want to, as I say, I just want to progress and get better. Oh, cool. Did you have, like, an idea of a character then, if you don't? No, absolutely not. Um, Hans will be able to tell you. Um, I was just me in it in tights and a shirt, mate. Yeah, Um, it it was very much character. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, Um, yeah. I was just Tom Ferns with a different surname. You know, it, it. 
I didn't really need. I, I sort of wanted to focus more on being able to do the basics and wrestle, mm-hmm. and I thought it'll come with time. Um, that's not something I ever really sort of did, but in a sense, I created a character within myself um, without having a slogan or a you know a catchphrase. Yeah. Um, and I think, as I say, it was just yeah. My first few months, I was just sort of still trying to find my feet and things, and just yeah, just trying to get better, really. Cool. So, where did the violent dancing in Monica come from? Um, it was sort of an inspiration that my wife came up with. Um, a sort of it was start of the start of lockdown, and I was sort of throwing about some ideas of of what direction I wanted to go in, sort of post lockdown, not realizing it was going to be nearly five months of lockdown <laughs> um, and uh yeah we, we were just sort of throwing back and forth ideas and um as i say we, we just recently finished watching hollywood which is based in like the 1940s um hollywood and i've always liked the um, sort of the noir era of hollywood anyway i think uh yeah. if anyone la noir game um oh great that's, game uh, i love it yeah, fantastic game um and it's not to say that I'm going to be coming out, you know, saying that I want to be a movie character. I think just taking inspiration from that um, yeah. in the way that I'm going to sort of more so out of the ring and how I do promos and things like that are going to be tailored more towards that sort of era. In the ring will be a little bit different. I'm probably going to have a more modern twist on it. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to be a classic sort of old school wrestler, but it'll be. It'll be similar to that, but with modern takes on it. Because I think that's that's a big thing. I think that a lot of people can get stuck in the past and they don't like the the newer form of wrestling. Mm-hmm. And I think that it make it difficult sometimes when you're trying to do things that are a little bit more modern. And, and I'm sure, again, Lance will be able to sort of back me up on, on what I'm trying to say here. Yeah, you're almost you're almost vilified in a way to try and do something new when you should be trying to do something new because otherwise it's just going to stay stale. Example: Raw and SmackDown. Sorry, uh, yeah. Sometimes certain people were never uh, big fans of trying new things or progressing forward no. into different areas, and it just made things a bit more difficult than it needed to be. I mean, like your vignette's going to be like. Black and white, and just sort of. Yeah, I'm working on something at the moment. Lance has seen a a, a preview of what I've got planned. Yeah, um, and and I think the the goal is to have it ready for more so like when the uh, shows are coming up and things. I can tell I think, you all now; it looks great. It looks amazing. I think it's, it's good. thank you for that. I think because I I think at this moment in time, I'd be silly to release anything out when potentially it could be another six months before we're back working shows. So Yeah, I can't, I can't see much before the end of the year. That's it. I think so, it's going to be probably early next year, potentially, before anyone's back in doing shows and things, because I'm sure there's a lot logistically that they need to sort out just to be able to fit people into a room safely. So I think, as I say, I think I'd be, I'd be silly to drop anything too soon and then the interest potential if there is any interest um, uh, you know it burning out before it's even begun so as I say it, it's a watch this space for now cool so um, take us back to your first show what do you remember about it in hindsight 
Did you enjoy it? What match did you have? I I didn't see it coming, um, if I'm being honest. Um, Our match cards used to get announced sort of two to three days before the shows. and Mm. uh, I'd been a part of the shows just as sort of like extras and things uh, before my first work show. So I sort of kind of knew what had gone on. but I remember I was in work and my phone got a notification saying the match card had been released and there was my name and uh, had a little bit of a panic attack. Uh, <laughs> and uh, sort of called my wife and said, I've got a match. Um, and it was against the insanely talented uh, Tommy Murphy. Um, yeah. He's, uh, yeah, he, he's a great guy. Um, and he was a massive help, I think. He was the the perfect person I could have had my first match with. Um, I trained with him quite regularly, and um, so it was. Yeah, it was. It was. A, it was a fantastic experience. I don't really remember much of it. I just remember it being very quick. <laughs> it was. I think it was only a maybe six or seven minute match. Um, I think I got maybe two or three moves in. He beat me up for the rest of it, um, <laughs> and then unfortunately I got beat. So yeah, that wasn't a, a great way to start my career. Um, but it was, yeah, it was it was a great experience because I think I'd had experience with crowds before, um, playing in bands and things like that. So I didn't really get nervous and stuff, but it, it, it was just because I was so focused on uh, the actual wrestling side of things. Mm-hmm. I just didn't really sort of take <clears throat> notice of them. So when I'm supposed to be like firing them up and stuff, I just sort of turn me back to them and just <laughs> keep beating them up. So yeah, the... Uh, Crowd work took a bit of time. Hi, this is Stacey Rose, and you're listening to Broken But Glorious. Yeah, so since your last show, we've had the like speaking art movements and stuff. So how do you see Britress being a bit different when it returns? It could be for both of you. Um, I think it's only for the best. I think you know it's been a very very difficult time for a lot of people, and you know, for again, for someone who's been. You know, I'm I'm a little bit older than a lot of the guys and things. I don't really like to get involved in, you know, stuff that goes on and, uh, you know, that can happen. You know, yes. at wrestling shows. I try to avoid that uh, as much as I can. I just go, turn up, you know, say hi to people, wrestle my match, go home. Um, I haven't really got time to get involved in backstage politics and things. But as I say, generally, if there's an issue, I'll address it head on. Um, you know, I won't shy around from it. I'll try and talk to the individual. If, I, if you know, if someone said anything out of line, I, I generally would say, you know, let's have a conversation. Why was this yeah. said? Move past it. And as I say, I think it's the best way to handle things. But me personally, I've never seen anything inappropriate happen, you know, firsthand. Um, but as I say, I think it's a, a really good thing that's happened because it's it's got rid of, a lot of people that didn't deserve to have the opportunities they've had. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the likes of Lance, his partner, Jack, there's a lot of other guys that have yet to have opportunities as a result of, I'm going to, I'm not going to put it politely, ass kisses who get themselves on shows and go mm-hmm. around doing those type of things. It's just, yeah, it, this is clear up a, a path for the people that deserve to be given the opportunities to do to showcase what they can do um, and I think it's for the better for everyone um, 
I'm not sure what what your uh, your take is on that, Lance. I, I think I think you're right. To be honest, um, it, what everything that's happened is for the best. Really, it's uh, it's gotten rid of a lot of slimy people from uh, from what I can tell mm-hmm. from from everything that's gone on. Some horrible people have been gotten rid of and it, it everything it, it's going to only be for the best to make everything a safer environment for people in a more welcoming uh, situation and people not have to worry about not doing things for people or it's it's just a very hard situation um but it is going to be for the best in the long run mm-hmm having rid of these 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 certain people i think it's hard for us because again <clears throat> obviously I, I've, I've trained with lance for you know nearly a year now um minus covid and i think as i say the group of people that we've trained with have all had the same mindset of we want to get to training we want to wrestle we want to put on a good show and we want to go home you know? yeah that that's primarily why I wanted to, to do wrestling. I did it so that I could see the smile on my son's face when I make my entrance, yeah. <laughs> when I can get when I've won a match. You know, th- those are the types of things that I started wrestling for. I didn't I didn't sign up for wrestling to get involved with horrible people who, you know, do horrible things. I did it because I want to put a lasting impression on my son and I want to make it a positive impression. But at the same time, the comments are quite limited because again we've not seen anything firsthand um you know absolutely you know i denounce anything that's happened as far as you know and and i support these ladies that have been through these horrible times um i just think as i say it's hard to comment because i've personally never seen anything happen but as i say it's just been an awful awful period for brit rest but once this covid lifts i think people are going to be very surprised at the level of shows that people are going to put on because there's good people working together yeah no I, I agree with that completely and i think it's going to only be beneficial for the talent as well with the the uh the safeguarding and the, yes, the protocols that are going to be put in place going forward to stop anything like this happening again because some of the stuff that has, has come out over the, the past few weeks is it's just stomach churning and so upsetting to know that these people have gone through these things and felt scared to not to not say anything in case this person got them blacklisted from this promotion and so they couldn't so they won't be able to work because some people who have spoken out rely on wrestling for money to go like yes is a genuine work thing and imagine going to work and being scared to say anything because you've had some horrible, nasty fella do something disgusting like some of the things we've seen and not yes. be able to say anything. Yeah. Completely agree. Sapping and Dolls, it's Harley Hudson and you're, you're listening to Broken But Glorious. See ya. Right, so your for both. fans and your friends have sent in some questions. So firstly, you've got Thomas Lewis. He says, uh, greatest achievements in wrestling so far. I think as far as it's a tough one, I think making my debut is very special. Um, yes. I think that that's always going to be there. 
Um, being involved in my first rumble as well um, was 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 pretty chaotic. Um, me and Lance got it, into it a bit. I think when we uh, when I got in there, which was good. We did, we did. Um, I remember this. I remember. Yeah, eliminate anyone? Who did you eliminate by? Uh, I think I, I got eliminated by Tommy Murphy, so he had a bit of a thorn in my side for the first yeah. couple of months. I was, I was working on shows, um, still waiting for that third match. He's beat me. He's beat me twice, so I uh, still need that third match <laughs> for him. Um, but yeah, I would I would probably say, yeah, probably my debut's probably up there. I, I'd definitely say that's that's uh, probably my my greatest accomplishment so far. But I've still got a hell of a, a long time to go, and I'm sure that I'll have a lot of uh, you know good memories uh, and things to to put forward. But yeah, no, I think my debut so far. Uh, we also asked um, top five people you want a singles match on the Northwest scene. Ooh, um, one's on the call. So that's uh, there we yeah, go. I, think, I was uh, waiting. Yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> Sat here going, if you don't say my name, <laughs> <laughs> we'll be having we... shoot wrestle in the front guard. Social distancing. No, I think I think uh, as I say, me and Lance, we've always had this sort of uh, playful love hate relationship. Um, <laughs> he uh, he loves me, I and love I hate you. you hate <laughs> <it>. <laughs> 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 So yeah, uh, no. Again, we, we've always had this sort of this banter level. Haven't we we've trained and stuff, talking about football and whatnot. And I think uh, from the minute go, from, it's very weird. It? It, it literally has, and as I say, we always sort of uh, have this this sort of back and forth with each other, whether it's on Twitter or on uh, in training, or as I say. But I think the respect's always been there, and I think that if we were given enough time, we'd put on a hell of a match. Um, who else? Who else? Uh, Jack again, his partner. I've, I've again, I've not had the, the chance to get in the ring with Jack. Jack Sinclair, um, another great talent um, that is that I think a lot of the wrestling world sleeping on. Um, I, I think it'd be a very very physical match, and uh, yeah. Uh, also, another great friend I've made through wrestling, and also a friend of the show, uh, Connor Klein. Yes, love to have a match with Connor. Um, I think I could learn so much from him. Yeah, um, oh, it's great wrestling. He's improved so much oh, in the last eighteen months. Oh, he's fantastic, mate. Um, and as I say, any time I'm around him, he's always in my ear, giving me advice, telling me where I can improve. And as I say, this this, this is something that again I didn't know half the people that I now consider, you know, my best friends. Twelve months mm. ago, that's oh, wow. that's you know, it, it's. <laughs> not, not you, lads. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know the the support you get within the community, and that's the type of people that deserve to be on shows, you know, and de- deserve to be getting these bookings of the good ones. Um, your lads, your jacks, your connors. Um, who else have I not had a chance to have a match with? Um, I'll go sort of further they're a field because I had a bit of a run-in with them earlier on in the year I'm not sure if you're wearing them two boys from from Wales um Anarchy uh, they're a tag team there in Wales and uh yeah but I didn't get a chance to have um a one-on with the lad called Sam Owens uh, Cri- uh Crimson Chaos his name is and uh we had a bit of a, a run-in but we just had that good chemistry from when we were in our match together and um, I'd love to have a one-on-one match with him. Um, and probably the final one, it'd have to be Brian, wouldn't it? 
Yeah, have to be. Oof. I think it has to be. I, th- I genuinely think that. Um, it's like your heel too just, much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, Witness strong uh, style. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's it. Um, I think I don't know. I think just because we are such good friends, um, I just think it would be such a hard hitting sort of. We could make it personal almost. Yeah. Um, and. Because we are such good friends, I think it would, yeah, it would take the the roof off the place. I just genuinely think we'd have, if we were given enough time, again, it's a similar situation with a lot of the the matches. If you're given enough time, you can tell a good story. You could tell a good story in two, three minutes. But I think, as I say, with with the matches I like to have, you've got a bit of time so you can structure things and put on a bit of a show. So, um, yeah, I'd, I'd probably say those five for now. Uh, Good solid five, uh, Marco. Bra- Especially that first one, Marco Bryan. <laughs> <laughs> Marco Bryan, uh, who inspired you. Marco Bryan asks, "Who inspired you to get into wrestling?" Um, again, yeah, just, just going off uh, what I said before. Um, Bryan was a was a big part in that. As I say, growing up watching it. Um, but as I say, another big one was my wife. Um, I think without her supporting me, I probably would never have done it. Because um, obviously yeah. the fear of you know getting in a wrestling ring as a, a father with two kids and a full-time job. You know, um, when I come in from training or, or a match and I'm covered in bruises and bumps and things, she's, you know, she's got, she watches a lot of my matches, you know, with her hands over her face. But um, <laughs> I think, as I say, Brian, Brian is is the one that that was encouraging me, and then, as I say, my wife gave me the final nudge to say, you know, go and do it. So I'll probably say those two people. Cool. Uh, Brian's next. So, so. Oh, there we go. Uh, <laughs> so, which promotions are you most looking forward to wrestle for in the future? Um, again, I'm still relatively quite sort of new, really, because again, I'm probably only about twelve months in. Um, Again, minus COVID, so really probably only about six or seven months in. So um, I'm looking forward to get back into training um, and I'd absolutely love the opportunity to work for Wrestle Island. Um, yes. I think, <laughs> as I said, I think anyone in the Northwest wants to wrestle there. I think it's just the stories you hear, you know, just how good a company it is. Pete and Jody, you know, they've reached out during this time and, you know, unfortunately, our. our training school closed so um mm-hmm. but they reached out and they've said you know we need a platform we'll you know we'll give you one so it you know it, it's again any, any rwa trainee can have a was it pre-show match pretty much pre-show yeah, match yeah. yeah match um so yeah i, I suggested that there's a pre-show match and the winner gets to have a prospect title match and he thumbed up my idea so i don't know oh, if that happens wouldn't mind taking that trophy off our hazard. Um, hey, look here, I've got first dibs. <laughs> to be fair, if I could add if I could add another one to that list, I would probably uh, to who I want to wrestle hazard, Harry McKenney would definitely yeah. be on that list. Um I won't mind just... in the northwest who doesn't want to wrestle Harry McKenney at this oh, point. He's uh, and do you know what? I'm kinda of kicking myself that I missed him out because he would probably be in the top because for someone of his age, I've never seen someone 
And this isn't a I'm, knock on anybody else. He just turned 18, hasn't he? God knows what he's going to be like when he's 22, 23, 24. Dedicated. He's just in the ring. He's just insane. And again, for someone who's 12 years older than the kid, I've, I've already learned so much from him. Um, and he's got his head screwed on. And I genuinely think that, as I say, he is the future of this business because of how good he is. Um, he's just, yeah, I remember... Our second to last show, him and Brian in the main event, and I actually got a seat because after I'd yeah. wrestled and I, I wasn't missing that match and it blew me away. Um, anyone that's not seen it, please go on YouTube and watch Brian Adenson versus Harry McKenney and just enjoy because it is a clinic from start to finish. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Um, yeah, Brian and um, Harvey Hudson basically asked the same question, so I'll add them together. So, what what are you looking to accomplish in wrestling, or what what are your goals after lockdown? Um, it'd be so easy to say, oh, I want to win titles, I want to you know be the best, I want to do all this stuff. I think for me, I just want to concentrate on getting again, getting back to where I needed to, getting better. Um, and as I say, hopefully, the goal is to. You know, work Wrestle Island and you know any other companies. Hopefully, get over to Wales to BWP Fusion Pro. Yes, over there. You know, um, I'd love to work with, as I say, Crimson Chaos, as mentioned earlier. Um, I'd love to work with him. Um, We've watched a, so, a, a few a, few, a Fusion Pro show loads of times because there's a battle royal at the end that a referee wins. And my five-year-old thinks it's the greatest match ever because I definitely <laughs> wins. So we've watched this battle royal about seven, eight times in the last two weeks. <laughs> I am sure there is a match on YouTube that you will like between Chris, uh, Chris Sharp and Mr. Williams. <laughs> if you can find it, I believe it is on Chris Sharp's YouTube. I think I watched that recently. It's a good match. I remember being backstage for that. Yeah. <laughs> I need to watch that. I need to pick that out somewhere and uh, yeah, definitely watch that. Um, so Disciples through David Appleton asks um, if he could wrestle any wrestler, past or present, who would it be and why? Ooh. Um, so it's Lance Rivera, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think if I was going to say, right, I'd probably do this in a double-headed question. I'd probably say, as far as an independent wrestler goes... Mm. Um, I think I'd love to. Well, I don't even. Is he independent anymore? I guess not. I'd love to wrestle Pete Dunn. I guess oh, he's well, not. He's yeah. corporate now, isn't he? Uh, he's 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 on WWE payroll. So, but I'd love to. I'd love to wrestle Pete Dunn. Um, I think he's yeah. I think he's fantastic. Um, as far as like a superstar level, you know, sort of your your WWEs. Um, Probably Chris Jericho. Wow. Yeah. I, I just think, yeah, as for someone who's, you know, been in the business as long as he has and just how he's developed his character with the times. And even though now he's looking a bit like a 80, former 80s rock band singer, um, <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd love to get in the ring with Chris Jericho. I think that'd be insane. Yeah, Sam Irwin basically asked the same question as possible dream opponents. Yeah. I think I think I replied to Sam saying only you, because um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he's uh, he, he's been pushing for that one-on-one match since we had our match in December. So uh, 
again, you need to get me in Wales, Sam, if you're listening. You need to get me over to Fusion Pro and we'll have that match. Cool. And finally, uh, Mr. Williams asks, favourite pay-per-view? Ooh. Probably WrestleMania 17. I think it has to be, doesn't it? I think that show from the word go is just phenomenal. Um, I genuinely like can't remember a bad moment in that pay-per-view. <laughs> well, probably the ending was probably quite bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the rock think, still upsets me. Yeah, it, it, it was it was pretty heavy. Um, I just think I think the reason I think so negatively about the ending to that match is not actually to do with the ending of the match, just the no. story that followed it. I think that's what makes it sort of bit of tasting because um, I just remember the story being absolutely terrible apart from the comedy moments um, with Kurt Angle and the hats and things that mm-hmm. was pretty funny <laughs> um, it was kind of yeah. symbolic of the end of the Attitude Era really wasn't it yeah I think yeah that was that was the sort of the period where they bought w, well WWE bought WCW didn't they so it was uh, and then the roster just got absolutely bloated and it just sort of that's where they had the first brand extension and stuff. But yeah, I think as far as a show, I just remember Edge doing the, the spear off the ladder. I remember uh, Undertaker choke slamming Triple H off like a platform. Um, yeah, yeah, there was just some... And If I remember rightly, it was William Regal versus Chris Jericho for the Intercontinental title. I think it was the first match. Um, and again, someone who's, who's very, very underrated, I think, and should have been a world champion. There's another one is Regal. I think oh, he's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I think he came fourth in our top ten European wrestlers we did the other week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were actually discussing him being world champion because yeah. I've uh, I believe there's a, there is a rumor that he was meant to win it during his time as the Mad GM, but he failed a wellness policy test. Oh, that's a shame. He he was again. He was just you look at like even his time as GM, he was fantastic. You know, when, yes. it, when he, it, all, all the things with Tajiri was just insane, like so funny. Um, but yeah, his wrestling skills, like he's probably one of the most, the best pure wrestler to come out of England. Mm-hmm. Um, along with a lot of the, obviously the old school guys, your Dave Taylors, people like that. Um, but yeah, no, I think he's, uh, he's definitely up there and probably should have had a world title there. Uh, yeah, at least in his career. This is the leader of the rejected demon eye. You are listening to Broken But Glorious. So if you're a promoter for a day promoting a show, so using wrestlers you've either worked with or trained with, wrestlers mm-hmm. that associates to you, if I give you a match type, you tell me who would be in that match? Okay, okay. Right, so who would be in your opening match to get the crowd excited? Oh, Harry McKenney, and I'm going to say Casey, Casey Payne. Yes. Oof, Whenever I've seen solid one. pair. Whenever I've seen them pair work a match together, they always put on just an unbelievable, crazy match. And I think, as I say, your opening match should always be one to get people out of their seats and get them drawn in. And I think, yeah, Harry McKenney and Casey mm-hmm. Payne had delivered on that. How good was their match, though, that they had in, um, I believe Winsford. it was in Winsford? Yeah. How it, good was that? It's, it's like next level uh, insane. Oh, my God. Like, Is Casey again, Payne underrated? <laughs> Oh, he's, he's insanely underrated. And again, this this is what I was saying before. If you give people time, and they were given a good fifteen minutes, I think twenty minutes, they they told a story from start to finish. 
Uh, and it was just, yeah. If, again, I'm hoping the footage is floating about online somewhere. Um, and I would highly recommend giving it a watch because it is literally, I remember being in the back watching it and everyone was just popping every two minutes just because it of It was unreal. It was insane. So that, that would definitely who, be my opening match. As someone who's travelled to Belgium with uh, Casey Payne as well, it's not just, he doesn't just do it when he's with um, like people he trains with so he actually knows them. He turns yeah. up in Belgium and wrestles a guy he's never he's met the day before. Yeah. And my God, was it sick. The crowd <laughs> in Belgium was so invested in him winning, it was unreal. And the, the fellow he was wrestling as well, their champion, his, his heel work was great. But KC Payne got so much sympathy out of that match. Even I was there going, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, he, oh, he's insane. Amazing. <laughs> I agree. He's, he's another one that, again, a lot of people are sleeping on. And I think it's just, there's so much talent coming from, let's say, the school. Um, and that people have just slept on because of the school. Um, and I think that's another thing that's that's come out of this that's going to be good is it's going to be, give people a fresh start and equal opportunities and not just have a presumption because you train at a certain school that you are a certain way. Um, so, yeah. yeah. You've got a comedy match. This is one these people got Lance in. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't put Lance in it. And again, it's not to knock his comedy work, but I think I've got the perfect comedy match, and I'm hoping that you agree with me here, Lance. But I'm going to make it a tag team match. Yeah. And it's going to be the arcade. Yeah. Crashing Glitch versus Matt Fox and Gloria Moore. Yeah, that no, I, got, I can agree with that, that. That has just got comedy genius written all over it. Um, <laughs> they, they just, yeah, I think I would always, if my match was before. Foxy's and Glammy's match or the arcade's match, I would always finish my match, get myself ready and get around so I could watch it because I knew I was going to be pissing myself laughing for 10 minutes. Um, one, one, of my, <laughs> one of my favourite stories is uh, an often one that will happen when we were on shows. Um, Foxy would be wrestling before me and he'd have this match and he'd come through the curtain and he'd be like, how was it? And I'd just turn to him and go, you bastard. And he'd be like, why, what? And I'd be like, you've, you've made me have to follow that now. I've got to follow that. <laughs> how, how do I follow that? You mm. bastard. <laughs> it's, again, it, and the comedy thing is not even a knock on, like, how good those four guys are. They're insanely, insanely good. Again, another match involving Harry was um, also in Winsford, I think, um, and it was with Sam. Uh, and it was just, again, insane. Um, just how good. And again, Foxy delivers every show. He's just, yeah, he's just a machine, that man. Um, Glammy, again, another fantastic up-and-comer. Um, mm-hmm. And as I say, yeah, I just think, though, that the spots that they could have between the four of them would be, yeah, it would be very, very funny. Cool. Um, your women's title match. Ooh. Um who could have put in this? I was, uh, I'd probably say 
Because if I remember with your other one, I'm trying to save a particular girl for a match later on, if I remember rightly. <laughs> um, so, I'm going to put in there Stacey Rose. Yes. And I would put in probably Alex. Again, I've only been... Uh, sorry, Alexis Falcon. I've, I've been fortunate enough to work one show with Alex earlier on in the year. Um, and again, she was mm-hmm. fantastic in that show. So yeah, I'll probably yes. put them two together. Yeah, I think maybe next year is going to be her year, I think. If, if we write off she this year, is, I think amazing this, year would, this year would have been her year if everything stayed. But yeah, she's amazing. So. I agree. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, they'd, they'd be able to put a, they'd be quite a good dynamic between the pair of them. Um, I so think, I think I think that'd be a really solid match. I agree. Um, I just think, as I say, it'd just be a, a sort of styles clash, mind the pun, um, between <laughs> sort of the, the two of them, and I think it'd just make for a really, really good match. Cool. Um, so you're into gender match, then? Okay. And this is the this is the one, and they're going to love me for saying this, because this is a match that they've wanted for a very, very long time, and it would be hardly oh, what it is. Yeah. Versus <laughs> Tommy Murphy. And I would literally wow. give them, I would give them an hour. Oh, <laughs> like an Iron Man woman. Oh, yeah. yeah, 100%. Um, because they would beat the shit out of each other for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> and I would pay good money to see that happen. Um, again, two, you know, it's true, lads, because we've seen it before with them. I was going to um, say, I can see the look on uh, Harley's face already from uh, the amount of times we've seen it. Just the look of a look on her face. <laughs> that it's pure just, yeah. look of anger, and you're like, oh, no. Yeah. Again, like, Harley's like, she's like half my size. And I remember, I think, my first in ring session, she mm. beat the shit out of me. <laughs> uh, half your size and hard as fuck. Oh yeah, she's literally oh, one of the. Oh, uh, she's one of the nicest what's girls what's in the world. What's her Monica? Nine, nine stone of Scouse powers. Girl, nine stone of Scouse <laughs> girl power. <laughs> she, she's she's an absolute little pocket rocket, and she's she's so, honestly one of the nicest girls I've ever met in my life. Um, yeah, I interviewed her yeah, this year. She was lovely. Oh no, she was. Yeah, she was. She's just. Boss, um, but I think, as I say, her and Tommy Murphy have wanted this on-show intergender match for a long time, I believe. So I'm, uh, yeah, I, I would definitely throw them pair together. Cool. Uh, hardcore extreme rules style match. Okay. Um, okay. I think I have two. Um, it would be the Riley brothers against each other. Freddie, Jack. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that it would just be a match that I would pay good money to see. As someone who has seen them have a uh, last man standing match, um, wow. n- no, no fucks would be given. <laughs> I really exactly see Brad Riley. I've seen, I've seen him in his like Freddie persona a lot. But I want, I've not seen. You Robert are missing Riley out live yet. So. I really want this to. Was, if you if you haven't seen the, Rabid Riley, it is uh, it is criminal. It's yeah. sight. I've, I've, I've seen lots of videos, but I've never seen them live. As Rabid Riley, great. Yet. yeah, it's, I think it'd have to be that persona as well. Because again, I, I don't know Freddie other than Rabid Riley. 
So I only yeah. sort of have ever known that. So when I saw his uh, his Freddie persona online, I found that strange. So yeah, I'll tell you what is strange like, when you when you're at Russell Island and uh, you get asked to work a match twenty minutes before, and uh, you realise you're wrestling at Freddie and. And you're like, and hold on, Riley. yeah, <laughs> and you're like, uh, what? Because I, I obviously I knew about the proper Frederick gimmick, but I'd never experienced it. And, yeah. uh and obviously I was in in the match with um, Alexis well, as well. I'll, I'll, and uh, yeah, yeah. I watched that match the other day. I got that DVD. I watched that match. It was a great match. <laughs> oh, stop it! <laughs> but it was, it was a weird weird experience to uh because obviously i've faced rabid riley so many times but then frederick was like hold on you're that's you no you aren't the same people this is a lie <laughs> you're twins where 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 where's rabid what are you done with him <laughs> it, it, it's it, it's it's mad to see him in any other because i again I, obviously I, I don't know him as frederick so um yeah, it's, I find it very, very, uh, very strange seeing him in his uh, cut-off shirt and his uh, his red trunks and stuff. So yeah, um, but yeah, definitely, I think Jack and Freddie would put on just a brutal yeah, match. I think, I think it'd be amazing. I can I can guarantee well, uh, that for you. I have seen one of them be yeah. hit in the head with a chair and gone. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're kind of teasing a few at Wrestle Island between them. They've had Jack's come out and watched a couple of his matches and stuff. And they've, but they've never not pulled the trigger on it yet. So. Hopefully it'll happen, Pete, if you're listening. Yeah. Again. Yeah, throw them together. We all want to see it. <laughs> uh, your tag team title match? Oh, I've got to go for the boys, haven't I? Got to throw uh, Lance and Jack in there. Oh, from yeah. my side again. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Who are we beating? Oof. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna to have to throw paradox in there, Ooh. and it can be it can be any two Fashion. members. Um, yeah, I think the the obvious go tos are Jay and Connor. Mm. Um, again, Andy and Rye are both unreal as well. So, um, you know, I tell you what, like you pick who do you want to face? I hope they're listening because <laughs> I'll have them all, all four of them. So all four of them in. Me and Jack will have them all. I hope they're listening because I'm, I'm. Whoever wants the bucket, I'm calling you out now. <laughs> All four of them. And if you oh, do bucket I, in it, you have to let me know because you owe me some money. A triple yeah, threat, a triple threat match wins. It's RJ and Connor versus Frontline versus Andy and Rye. Oh, there you go. It. I'm up for yeah. it. <laughs> uh, that leaves yeah. you with your main event. So. It's going to have to be me and Brian in some sort of brutal, horrible match of some kind. Um, yeah, C4 death match. Yeah, yeah. In in the back of a Ford pickup truck or something. I don't know. Um, just yeah. Just, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, just, just yeah. Chamber, just chamber, chamber of horrors match. Or you, what, what, yeah, what something like that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, probably a cage match or something. Where, just where we could proper beat the crap out of each other. 
Because um, again, as much as we're, we're good friends and we love each other, we're, we're so desperate to beat the crap out of each other. I think it's that thing isn't it, where you look at your best friend and you think, I'd love to knock you out. Um, you know, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> I, think, I think we're <laughs> um, and I think, as I say, he wants to knock me out just as much as I want to knock him out. So um, <laughs> I think I think that that would probably be the main, um, and it give me an opportunity to, uh, uh, you know, maybe if there's a title on the line, it could be my first title, and why not? I'll put myself over it as my my match card. Isn't that how things work on the, the on, uh, title? Yeah, you know, Vince McMahon's <laughs> won a title. You know, who else? Is, you know. Bit off, it's been WWE champion off. and ECW Russo's champion. Russo's won a title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Antonio Inoki refused to give up his title. <laughs> it's well, good I, enough I, for them, it's good enough for you. Yeah. That's it. That's a great <laughs> card. I'd, I'd really love to see that go. <laughs> I've got to say, like, I'm quite, uh, quite proud of myself on that one, to be fair. <laughs> So right, my so next but, question is when when is this show and how much are you pay me? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it's my show, mate. You pay me. Um, so what? <laughs> um, no, I, again, I think uh, I think everyone would like. For me personally, I think as I say, with being sort of an older wrestler, sort of starting out and things, I think I'm probably only going to do it for a fair few years. Um, yes. Probably you no. Know, there's only a certain amount of time I can go. That's not to say that I'm going to retire in a year's time. Obviously not. Um, but I think for me, long term, I think it's definitely uh, backstage or or writing or you know putting together match cards, things like that. That's always something that I've you know I've always thought I've wanted to do as well. So. Oh, Oh, yeah, before right. uh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think as I say, it's uh, that I've always been interested in that kind of stuff, and as I say, I think that's probably something that I'll probably look at going forward as well. You know, and and having a talk to any promoters about you know what avenues are available and things like that as well. But um, yeah, I've still I've still got a lot of fight left in me, and uh, I'm looking forward to getting back. This this Sunday will be my first training session back, so I can't wait. All oh, right. So where are you training now? Um, when are we going to fight in spirit? Okay. Um, yeah, I'm starting there on Sunday. Um, so I'm really looking forward to getting down there and uh, getting my hands dirty and uh, probably puffing hot I mean, air. I've been quite a few of the trainees from there. They're all very nice. So. <laughs> no, I'm really That's looking forward to it. I'm this calzone off that I'm about to eat. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so uh, before we go, do you want to promote your social media? Uh, yeah, um, so I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all Tommy Jackson PW. Um, yeah, give us a follow. Cool. Uh, yeah, all the links will be in the description below the interview. So I really enjoyed speaking to you today. I'd love to have you on again in the future. Absolutely, yeah. Loved it.